Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. They're on the front lines when it comes to feeling the impact of COVID-19. When was the last time that you ate out? Are you eating in a lot more? A couple of days back, we heard the Restaurants Association of Singapore calling for landlords to lower rentals to allay some of the concerns of their over 450 members who are anticipating a 50% drop in revenue in the coming months. Joining me for his thoughts on what the budget means for the F&B and restaurant sector in Singapore is Wei Chan. He is assistant Honorary Secretary of the Restaurants Association of Singapore. Good morning and thank you so much for being here. Good morning. Can you tell us your general overview of Budget 2020? Is it the sort of support that you were looking for? I think at this point in time, any support from the government under this crisis is good. But I have always maintained that the support is always a bonus. and Businesses have to brace themselves for this kind of situation. So personally, or even the association, I wouldn't say we will fully rely on the budget, but anything would have helped. But at this point in time, training and the packages for all the citizens are great, but companies or rather the F&B companies now would more focus on the current situation, which is a drop of 50 to 80% in their business. And thus the rental aspect of their operations is the key focus. Yeah, I understand, you know, you cheered Jewel Changi for reducing rents by 50% and that you're sending letters out to the landlords of shopping malls to hopefully lower rent for restaurants that are struggling. How's that effort been going? Well, I think, firstly, I'll reiterate that we're very appreciative of what Jewel has done. I think they have come forward. I think the rest of the landlords have yet to make any progressive changes or come forward. And I would strongly urge them to look into that. I repeat what my vice president has mentioned. We are having a hemorrhage situation right now. Right. So by coming up with another 10 mil of uh, blood does not help. And by giving us free Milo does not make sense. So Is I think happening? we... Free yeah, well, Milo? Yeah, I mean... You know, I'm just <laughs> hypothetically sort of tying up to the situation or what was announced last week. You know, so 10 mil of uh, blood or even free Milo at the. Uh, It's not helping the hemorrhage at this point in time. Do you think that landlords of the shopping malls, the bigger players, are going to be encouraged? We saw yesterday in the budget rental payments supported by government landlords. You know, they're going to help retailers, particularly impacted by COVID-19. The government's saying that tenants and leases of government-managed properties can approach the agencies to discuss options for more flexible rental payments, installment plans as well. Do you think this is going to set a positive note? Are you hopeful that more shopping mall landlords will follow suit? Well, it's very hard to say because I think our conversation or our discussion with landlord has never been very forthcoming. We hope that in this crisis, they will take upon this and do a bit of CSR. I mean, they've done CSR everywhere, but I think they really should look into CSR right now and right here. I think in terms of all this rental, I mean, if you look at the budget, if you were to, and I stand corrected, if you were to look at, say, $120,000 rental per year, with the 15% rebate, the tax rebate, we are only looking at a mere $1,800 rebate 
for ten thousand per month rental. So that is very very small amount right. in retrospective. So I think the landlord has to do more, and we're not looking at long term. We're looking at at least three months at this point in time <clears throat> because the hemorrhage has already started from early well, or late January to all the way now. Mm-hmm. Easily we are approaching three months already. Right. So I think they should really look at that because we are looking at a 50 to 80% um, drop in business of which our rental is easily more than 25% of our operation costs. I see. And I think businesses are severely affected, especially with the cash flow. I mean, if I'm going to be very cogent, Mm. if a mall get the fake news that there is a virus case right there, everybody is going to skip the mall, Mm -hmm. right? The government's going to come in and help clean up. No cost is bought by the landlords. Meanwhile, they're collecting rental like every other Sunday. So there is no impact on their P&L. And we all know that the so-called distribution of profits between the landlords and the so-called attendants are always greatly different, right? Mm. They have abundant of profits. So I think it's about time they really come together, shoulder to shoulder, and look into how to work through this crisis, both with the country and with all the businesses as well. All right. I want to come back to that point you made on operating costs and bring it back to the budget as well. Ms. Heng Kiet said in the budget that foreign worker levy rates will remain unchanged for all sectors. We know over the years that the F&B sector has called for manpower costs uh, to be looked at, in particular foreign worker quotas and, and levy rates as well. So how does this announcement that foreign worker levy rates are going to remain unchanged and maintained for all sectors in 2020, how does the Restaurant Association of Singapore look at that? I think we have always maintained a position that if you restrict the numbers, then the levies should not increase. It's one or the other. You can't have a pie eat it all in our opinion. So if you restrict the quota, mm-hmm. then I think the levy should not go up because it adds on to the, uh, to the operating cost. But in this situation, this multiply effect would have taken place. As operators, and we tell our members, try not to do retrenchment, try not to lay off. But if the situation persists and if those that are able to help us are not chipping in, we foresee that there might be a situation where retrenchment will take place. I think companies are already starting with part-timers, you know, and I think a lot of part-timers are being having their hours reduced as we speak because obviously the business is at the down at this point in time. Mm. Obviously a grim outlook. I mean, if you look at the Ministry of Trade and Industry, they've downgraded the economic growth forecast of between 0.5 to negative 0.5 to 1.5% because of COVID-19. I wonder, besides, you know, speaking to landlords, what else Raz is hoping for the Restaurants Association of Singapore to help the F&B sector? Well, there's really, if you look at the P&L of the F&B, there's only two things that stands out. One is manpower. One is a rental. The rest of the stuff is variable. I mean, you can control your ingredients. Of course, we, I'm very sure every entrepreneur will know what to do at these circumstances to reduce their ingredient procurement, to cut wastages, minimize their hours. These are almost everything that can be done and should be done. I'm very sure the, the entrepreneurs would have exercised that at this point in time. So the big components are, once again, the rental and the manpower. 
So if we were to work on the manpower, then we're talking about reducing the, the, the part-timers, as I mentioned earlier, and we hope not to retrench any workers. We are here to provide a service. We are also frontline, but at the same time, we need to make sure that we are viable, right? So, yeah, the rental would be something that we would focus on as we speak. Well, we love our food and we certainly want to support the F&B sector as far as we can, given, you know, the grim outlook that you've outlined, 50 to 80 percent dip in revenue expected by most of your members. And if I'm not wrong, I read a survey whereby most of your members, about 60 percent said they were just caught unaware for planning for a pandemic. Is that right? Yeah, because obviously, I mean, with each crisis like this, there's always different challenges. I mean, with SARS, it's a different story. With COVID-19, it's another story. I mean, you have this time around a very peculiar situation where people go hoarding masks, hoarding of rice and everything. And this, we were in Doscon Orange before, but this time around, everybody, for whatever reasons, went to stock up on their rice and everything else and then Mm -hmm. starting to stay at home. This caused a little panic here and there and people are avoiding malls. And not to mention this time we have social media which Mm. obviously people are circulating fake news of which mall that potentially had a case. It doesn't help when there are clinics in the malls and therefore people avoid malls that have clinics. Furthermore, clinics that are having cases. So the malls indirectly will be affected and doesn't help when landlord punch in a lot of FMB and then the FMB so-called percentage in the malls have changed to become larger as compared to retail, you know. So all the more, okay, if it's food, I hot my rice, I hot everything that I need to have, I'll stay at home. I don't need to go to a mall for food, right? When you have more than 60% of the tenants are being F&B, I don't need to go there unnecessarily, right? I mean, if it's retail, yeah, maybe there's a reason for me to buy certain things. But if it's food, I can just cook myself and Understand. have a meal at home. And this time we have grab, grab food and you know, deliver and so forth, right? It makes it easier, so therefore I don't need to go there. Well, thanks for sharing the challenges and for your views, the Restaurants Association of Singapore's views on Singapore Budget 2020. We will continue to check in with you. You know, we do care. We want to see how that effort's going, getting landlords to lower rents for restaurants that are struggling. So, Wei Chan, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Wei Chan is Assistant Honorary Secretary for the Restaurants Association of Singapore here on Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.